Studios is bumming with Bobcat with your host, Bum Wine Bob. All right, all right, all right. This is Bum Wine Bob coming at you with an all new edition of Bumming with Bobcat. And this week we have a special guest joining the show. He's one of the very busiest men in the podcasting world these days. He is the host of uh, Save by the Pod, the Jay Z Flair show, and is now doing some work on ad free shows as well. You might know him as Paulie B, but uh, Paul Bromwell is here with us. Paul, how you doing tonight? Good, man. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Uh, when you extended the invite, I was I was excited, and I'm glad this could all work out for uh, for us and for me to be on, man. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. I know you're a, you're a very, very busy man these days. You wear many different hats, hosting a lot of different podcasts, so you get to take a little break and kind of just chill out and, and relax. You're not having to moderate the uh the heated debates that sometimes uh, <laughs> happen on your shows yeah man this feels good you know no pressure no format you know don't have to necessarily uh play traffic cop it's just me and you relaxing and right. just gonna shoot the <laughs> shit i like it yeah definitely yeah it's not having to um uh, keep people in line i mean i know <laughs> you have some uh I mean, you have you great. You work with some great people. I'll, I'll give you that. You know, my hats off to everybody who you do your shows with and all that. But you know, sometimes you know, there's a lot of uh, you know some tension between there. You get some. Uh, you know, I don't want to say you know sexual tension, but you know, it's just been, it's been oh, stated no. before. You know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can call it whatever you want, man. You know what? It's it's fun. So, uh, just as you mentioned at the top of the show, I do some uh, you know work on Saved by the Pod, and then also the Jay Z Flair show, and when you think about those two shows, Bumwine, you got to th- think about the personalities involved in those shows. So you got Saved by the Pod where you get, you know, Efren and Timmy C. And man, that is, that's, that's, those are big personalities in and of itself. And then later on in the week, I come over and I decide I'm going to record with Jay-Z Flair. Uh, his middle name might as well be personality. So uh, it's something else. I'll tell you that right now. Definitely. I mean, you can listen. I was listening to both of the shows, you know, the latest ones today. And, you know, yeah, I mean, Efren's a character. We, we all know that. But but he, but it's entertaining. It's fun. It's a yeah. great time to, to listen. I mean, I was listening to it driving in the car to work. And, you know, you, there's some things you just kind of burst out laughing, you know, in between. And it's just unexpected comments and stuff. So it works out well. And with uh, with Jay Z Flair, I mean, I have to say, from just seeing him online and on Twitter, and then the personality of the person on the show is 
quite a contrast from, I guess, what you're kind of expecting. I mean, you I mean you you work with them. I mean, who would you say out of out of all the people you work with is the most polarizing <laughs> character of the bunch? Wow, that's a, well, it's definitely between Efren and Jay Z. Efren's West Coast and Jay Z's Southeast. I mean, that's the best way I can explain <laughs> the differences between them both. And uh, but you know what? Listen, they are fun and unique all in their own way. Very different, but again, they are fully entertaining. I mean, you mentioned uh, Saved by the Pod and Efren and Timmy. Um, you know, when we started Saved by the Pod, it was just it was just me and Tim, Timmy C. And, uh, you know, we were trying to find our way and figure out a format. And the entire time, kind of behind the scenes of that show as we started, Efren was already involved in helping. And I can remember early on when we started, when we would do the uh, first few recordings, every time I was done recording, I would send the episodes for Efren to critique and to comment and to get his input. And, you know, as I got to know Efren, and, uh, you know, we can talk about the story, how I met the guys and all that if you want to. But as I got to know him and know his background, I thought, how how do I not have this guy? How is he not a part of our show? I mean, he's got such a, a, a diverse, unique background, a wrestling fan that has done so many different things in the world of pop culture. Um, and, you know, we can talk about that if you want. But um, again, just brings it a different level and has a unique way of looking at wrestling and just, you know, pop culture, everything in general. And I thought, man, he'd be a great balance to what Timmy and I do, and it's evolved from there, and I just can't say enough good stuff about the chemistry we have as a team. So it's kind of like, if you want to translate it to the wrestling world, it's kind of like you brought him in as the creative consultant for the writing team, and then he did such a great job with the input, then he got that full-time spot right there on the creative team, book booking the shows, That's right. the storylines, the ideas, putting it all out there <laughs> for everybody. So, so people out there listening, there, there's hope for you to in the podcast world to you know you put those ideas out there you could find a way onto the team yeah man we uh we started it started as a twitter uh, small dm twitter group and we were all fans and uh kind of met through conrad thompson's uh podcast groups uh, we all started uh, we were big fans of tony Schiavone's show what happened when and we actually all met in huntsville when he did a low-key big hog meet and greet deal uh the beginning of 2019 i believe so we didn't know who each other was at all until that event and then slowly we would communicate with each other via twitter or text messages uh, there was a small group of us and so one night i'll never forget it we were uh, just going back and forth and i had heard timmy uh, on another podcast and he was, he was funny. He was somewhat entertaining. I'm not going to put him over completely, but yeah, I, I, I chuckled a bit, you know, it's like he had his moments. So that's say, right. This guy could work. We, you, 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 you can mold him into, into that next level performer. I, I see it. Yeah. He, uh, he had those, that quick wit, those one liners, you know what I mean? That he would come up with. And I thought, man, uh, I wonder if you'd ever consider doing a podcast. I had never done anything radio podcasting or any of that type of stuff. So in the group chat one night I put out and I said, Hey, Timmy, have you ever thought about like doing a show or doing a podcast? He's like, well, I thought about it. Why are you thinking about doing one? And I'm like, well, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> so then we just started talking. And, you know, the one thing that always stuck out with us, you know, sticks out with me is if you're going to do something, do something you're passionate about, something that you enjoy and already have fun with. And I knew we all had that commonality in wrestling, 
But pop culture was something else that was big for me growing up. Uh, you know, the TV shows and the movies and the music, I still go back and I'll have those John Hughes nights where I want to go back and watch those 80s movies. Or, you know, maybe I want to break out an old television series and go through it. And then the music, you can't, always classic 80s, 90s, 2000s. Um, it's, it's kind of like the soundtrack of our lives, if you will. And so we just started kind of talking through what a show would potentially look like. We had a guy that chimed in and said, hey, I can help you with tell you what equipment to get. But the one thing that I kind of learned from the offset just doing research was you want to try to figure out some kind of a format and how are you going to blend all this together? And so we just uh, put our heads together and started coming up with a format. And uh, and here we are. We've evolved. We've become more clip heavy. Um, you have a lot of music in the background. A lot of uh, clips are involved. And then the three of us have really just kind of, you know, gelled as 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 a team. And the, the Save by the Pot is the perfect blend of the the wrestling, the pop culture, the nostalgia. Because, I mean, you look out there, I mean, everybody, there are a ton of wrestling podcasts out there these days. And everybody covers, oh, we're covering this show, we're covering that show. But, I mean, from what I see, I mean, I'm on Twitter all the time and I'm always searching around and stuff. And I see all the different podcasts that pop up and... I really think you guys are the only one that kind of blends all those three genres together into one show. You you pick one topic, you pick one event, and then cover all the surrounding pop culture, TV shows, movies, anything going on during that time period in that one episode. So, I mean, I think it's a great idea. So, I mean, you've really been running with it and doing a good job with it. Yeah. Hey, thank you. Yeah. I think the goal for us was, well, let's pick a wrestling event. We'll make that the main event because the bulk of our listeners are probably going to be wrestling fans, but let's, let's turn the podcast into more. I want people to feel what it was like to be back during that month of that pay-per-view. What else was going on? Maybe that Friday night you were at the theater watching a, a movie and that Sunday you got that pay-per-view, you know, with mom and dad to watch it. So let's take you completely back so that you can feel 1989 of August when you were watching SummerSlam. Well, what were you listening to and what television show captured your attention too? Let's figure out a way to kind of, you know, make people feel, oh, I really am back in August of 89. And we do that with the music, the TV and the movies. And again, sometimes some random factoids and our humor uh, that we try to, you know, try to convey throughout the show. And then again, uh, the wrestling as the main event. So. Yeah, you kind of, it all comes together, Chris. A nice, neat little package of, of podcasting. <laughs> right. There. I guess that's the best way to put it. You know, it's, it's just say, hey, we got all this stuff. We're throwing it all together. And it's just that time machine back to a certain time to enjoy. I've had people reach out to me on uh, Instagram and some on Twitter, but Instagram, there's some influencers, people with 30, 40,000 followers that have said, hey, you have me just at the pop culture, um, just taking me back through there. The wrestling is okay, and I'm a fan, but uh, the pop culture stuff is is, is really good. Um, and then there's uh, there's a lot of women who've reached out and said, "Hey, I don't necessarily you know dig wrestling, but I'm there for the first forty minutes of your yeah. show." <laughs> And so, you know, let's, okay, great. That's just more of an audience, you know, even if you want to break it up a little bit, but, uh, yeah, I think we've, we, we've hit on something. So it's pretty cool. you you get that wide range with the variety. Right. So you can bring in people from all different areas, different, 
target markets. You know, I don't ever want to break it down. That's yeah. like, oh, hey, yeah, we we love pop culture, and like I said, while wrestling podcasts are a huge market, movie podcasts are another huge market in in the in the world, and then. You know, every now you do see pop culture podcasts where people will take certain years and break it down, but not as often as a wrestling or movie type of podcast. So when you kind of bring that all together, now you're grabbing in those ears from different markets that, you know, maybe wouldn't tune into a wrestling podcast. And then maybe they will tell somebody and say, hey, look, you got to check out these guys. They really know what they're talking about. It's funny. They're just having a good time, and if you like if you like wrestling, and that's the backbone of it, then hey, even better for you. Yeah, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I think what's nice about too doing a retro podcast is there's so much uh, to grab from, right? You think about all the events in the '80s, the '90s to 2000s, all the different you know wrestling companies that were out there. So we get to pick and choose, um, you know, what we want to cover. And then there's always, that's the other thing. There's always going to be movies. There's always going to be music and TV shows that were going on. So it really is nice for us to be able to have all that, you know, to do our research on. And you're never going to run out of potential ideas. I mean, <laughs> right, right. when you cover one event in one month of one year, I mean, the right. sky's the limit. I mean, there's really, yeah. you, you can go to any, any month, any time, any day. And then go back and look at that time frame and what was going on in the world and then use that to to cover the the main idea for a podcast. So I mean you're really you're not pigeonholed into one one type of podcast or one area. It's like, nope, we'll do eighties, we'll do nineties, we'll do five years ago. I mean, it really doesn't matter. Whatever kind of hits that button for people. And people love nostalgia. I, I'm with you in the the pop culture, nostalgia world. I've always been, you know, it, you know, eighties, eighties rock, eighties pop music, nineties. I mean, that's yeah. that's like my wheelhouse of of go to stuff. You know, if I'm, you know, drinking and partying, whatever, it's like throwing the eighties music and I'm out there dancing like an idiot, you know, and then that's the <laughs> <laughs> That's right, man. It's usually that nostalgia. It's it's the good memories. It's the all the exactly. feels. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, it's all the good stuff that brings people in and you know, in, in the world these days, people want that that nostalgia, good feeling of you know going back in time and just reminiscing about things that you grew up on so yeah when times were good and all this <laughs> stuff that's going on now wasn't even a problem and it, it, exactly right we well, yeah. didn't have to worry about this you could go out and go to bars and right party and gather with a bunch of people you know i mean yeah who would have thought <laughs> that's right, man. You know, some of the, the best memories, uh, you know, that you have either it just music can take you back there, right? You mentioned some people stick to music and, and I can see that, uh, you know, I'm a huge music fan. I'm a huge, uh, you know, music nerd, love music of all generations and genres. And, um, that's the other cool part is not, like you said, not being pigeonholed just to do wrestling. I know that at some point I'm going to on the show, Timmy's going to do shit notes and we're going to cover a lot of cool music and it's going to take people back so it's just it's a little bit of the best of all the different worlds and if you think about wrestling wrestling in and of itself is pop culture uh you know you, when you think about all the old school stuff with hogan and 87 and andre and that's literally uh pop culture for for a lot of folks too so it's it's been it's been good yeah i mean it's, it's definitely 
on, on my top of my list. And I'm, and I'm not just saying that just because I, I won your one contest a few months back. That's your, right. Your you did. Pack. I did. I was the, I was the winner. I'm not just saying it just to, you know, blow steam up your ass to say. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, Efren's driving the party bus. We give him a hard time and say that every time, but he is the gamesman. He comes up with all the contests and the code words and the giveaways of the figures and, uh, I mean, the guy, you know, he, I don't think he's hidden it at all from our shows. He's, he deals blackjack. I mean, so his mind's constantly racing with contests and things like that. So we, we like to joke with him and say, he's always driving the, uh, he's like the, what was it? Uh, Ed McMahon driving the, the, the publisher's clearinghouse yeah, man around the, the neighborhood. Door. Yeah. Knocking on the front door with the That's big right. jack saying, Oh, you won the jackpot. All right, yeah. bring it in. Here's my big check. Yeah. We call him Ed McMahon. So yeah. there you go. <laughs> Hey, hey, you need that. You need somebody out there, out there constantly pushing, you know, that's right. the, the ideas, you know, finding ways to, you know, people love free stuff. I mean, that's from day one, I think since, since humans were on this, this planet, you know, if it's free stuff, people want it. Do they need it? Probably not, but it's free stuff. They'll find a way to, to get it and take it. So we're still crazy. growing, man. We're still, we, we, we still, it, be happy. yeah, yeah, we're still growing. And so we got to take advantage of things like that and, and put a little money in, into, uh, you know, giveaways and things like that. And we're willing, willing to do that. Yeah. And so how, I know you said, you know, you kind of had this idea of, of doing a podcast and you hadn't done anything with, you know, podcasting, radio, anything. I mean, what, what really got you started and putting that idea in your head about, you know, doing a podcast, sure. you know, even if it's solo or with people, I mean, what, what just kind of said, Hey, you wake up, you say, Hey, I want to do this. Yeah, no, great question. I, you know, I started, um, like I said, I started listening to podcast via Conrad, right? So I was on Twitter. I've been on Twitter for a long time and I saw him back when he was doing the woo nation and the Ric Flair stuff. And that was kind of the first thing that even turned me on to podcasts as a, as something to listen to when traveling or what have you. Uh, so I got involved in listening to podcasts and, um, you know, just the whole entire thing. I was fascinated, uh, with how he was able to kind of start his empire, if you will. And I picked his brain quite a bit uh, a few years ago about how he got into it. And, uh, I just thought, you know what, it's something that you can do from your home. Uh, it's a skill that if I learn and do a good job and learn it from, you know, all the way from top to bottom, whether it goes to editing, to the whole process of getting a podcast started and applying for the, you know, that, that, uh, on Apple and on Spotify and that whole process to learning how to edit an Adobe audition. It's a skill that if I learn it and put the time into it that I could use, whether if today it's saved by the pod or in 10 years, if it's something else that I'm interested in, um, that I'll always be able to, to take with me and, and use. And so, um, you know, just talking with some of these guys, seeing the personality I knew just from my, my own background in terms of just building out, uh, structure and figuring out formats and things of that nature that, um, you know, if I practiced and did a good job and came up with something, I would like to at least try it. You know, some of the things in life, you know, if you're not willing to give it a, a shot, you'll never know. And I just didn't want to not ever know if I could be successful or do podcasting. So, um, again, just getting to know those guys, hearing Timmy, starting to get to know Efren. And I said, you know what? I think this could, this could be fun. Let's try it. Let's see, uh, enough people on social media seem to know who we are. So maybe we'll have a few listeners the first few weeks. Um, <laughs> but there was a lot of late nights, 
Uh, there was one, two in the morning because, uh, you know, I have a full time, I have a real job. Um, so there was a lot of late nights and into early morning hours watching YouTube videos and trying to learn how to do everything. I, I didn't want to bother anyone and try to have them help me and hold my hand along the way. Um, my goal was to just do this all, all by myself and see if I could, you know, try to learn and figure it out and use Google and use all the tools that we already have at our fingertips. And so uh, that's what we did. And, uh, you know, I mentioned I haven't done radio or anything like that before, but my grandfather, a longtime uh, radio guy, uh, again, more, you know, news and weather and that type of thing years and years ago in the Baltimore area. Um, so there's many pictures growing up where I would see him with the microphone. And so that was kind of a, a cool thing for me, too. I thought, man, it would be kind of cool to carry on a little bit of that tradition. This is obviously the 2000s and 2020s of radio. <laughs> it's podcasting. Yeah. So it would be kind of cool to do that. Yeah, but it was the inspiration kind of for even if right. not directly at the time. I mean, you see it, and then it kind of just plants that seed in your brain, and you're like, you know what? Maybe one day I could do something like that. And then, lo and behold, it's not the traditional radio, yeah. right? It's uh, podcasting, and this huge world that exploded within the past, you know, ten, fifteen years. I mean, from the very beginning of it. I mean. Over the last, you know, five years, definitely. I mean, it's everybody has a, a everybody and their cat has a podcast <laughs> these days. You know, I mean, <laughs> that was the thing. And I was like, there's already a lot out there. But you know what? I'll tell all the listeners, if you're thinking about and I know we're talking about podcasting, but whatever it is, whatever you're thinking about doing, I guess my message to you would be you're never going to know. No, if you have the itch unless you scratch it. Right. So mm-hmm. and that sounds very basic. But if you feel like, hey, this is something I wouldn't mind giving just don't be, you know, down the road. I didn't want to have any regrets and say, Hey, why didn't I try and at least give it a shot. Um, and especially doing something like this where you can do it right from your home and, uh, you know, just got to learn the skills and everything. Don't be intimidated because it can be very intimidating at times when you look at what you kind of have to learn, whether it be editing or how do you even get a podcast out there and get it on a platform? Uh, all those things, uh, can be a little intimidating at first, uh, but if you just keep chipping away and try to do something, you know, if it doesn't work out after a few shows or whatever, at least you can say, Hey, uh, I tried and I now know a little bit more now than I did, you know, six weeks ago. So I, I would encourage people if they're feeling the itch, man, scratch it, give it a shot. Yeah, exactly. I I'm with you on that one. Just kind of have to give it a shot and, and go for it. And, you know, even if it is just to try it out and see, and if you have fun doing it, then that's really, you know, all that matters. I mean, that's the cliche thing to say is like, you know, oh, well, who cares, you know, if, you know, five people listen to your, your show, if you have fun doing it, then, you know, it's all good. I mean, sure, we all want the, the, the notoriety and to, you know, start making some, you know, big money, you know, <laughs> oh, we can't, we can't all be Conrad, you know? Yeah, and, right. And, That's true. And, and, Don't and expect have, to be either. And have, and have a big podcast, you know, you know, empire, you know, like, like him, but I mean, but you're, Hey, you're following in the footsteps over there. I mean, you're now doing work, you know, with ad free shows and, and the group they have over there. So, I mean, I mean, how's, how's that been? I mean, I know that was earlier this year when, you know, they launched the ad-free shows platform, and I just had a chat the the other night with with um with Coach Rosie, who I know you you've chatted with on the the Jay Z Flair show, and Coach joined me on my 200th uh, episode a, a few weeks back, and I, I recorded with him the other night, which 
depending on how things release, it might be before this one. You might have heard it already or after this or, you know, we'll see. But it'll, it'll be out there somewhere. But with him, I know he's a big, he's a top guy member, you know, of the ad-free shows. And we were talking about some of that stuff. But for you, now that you're kind of working on that team, I mean, uh, how, how's that been? I mean, is that, you know, crazy? <laughs> yeah, no, you know, and it's, it's kind of how this whole thing has evolved has been a little bit crazy and uh you know i went from doing saved by the pod then i jumped into the jay-z flair show and you know we we met up with each other at starcast last year and i had i had known him for already about a year and we just started talking and he had been coming off of doing another show and uh we just started talking about well what does the future look like i said hey i'm learning how to do this podcasting thing i think it would be cool for the two of us to maybe do something so that evolved and that took off and now you have the jay-z flair show and uh, I, I look at it as really too has been getting my reps in over the last year you know the more and more you do shows and you get on the mic and yet you, you practice uh doing a podcast and everything that's involved there the better you're going to get at it hopefully and the more comfortable you become so i you know it's been a good time with jay-z as well and uh you know from that like i said i've i've continued a, a good relationship with conrad and he and i just started uh texting one day about possibilities and think you know talking about podcasts and he invited me down to the vaunted uh connor addison and uh <laughs> i made the trip down there in september and uh, I was there for a Thursday, Friday, Saturday type deal and uh, sat in his office there at the mortgage company. And he and I just started brainstorming and we talked about what I was currently working on and my thoughts around that. And then he started casting his vision for ad free shows. And, you know, Conrad just I mean, he said, you have the three things that are most important to me in working with someone. And that is, I know, like, and trust you. And to me, that meant everything. And, uh, you know, just coming from someone who has had the success he's had, who's just the kind of guy that he is, um, you know, I've really gotten to know him and he is a genuine guy. He is, uh, you know, his humor, especially on Shivani's show is, is uh, irreverent as all get out. And, uh, that's that, but that's a lot of fun. But when you really get to know him and the guy he is, man, I have a lot of respect for him and his work ethic. And, uh, he and I just started brainstorming and he started pitching me ideas on ad free shows. And I was like, I'm in, uh, where do I sign up? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, I would be a fool not to be. But I think it just made me even more confident in what I'm doing and my my own ability and uh, was really exciting to hear. I mean, he started to release a lot of stuff for November on ad free shows, but this man has a big vision and uh, that you'll you everyone will start to see as the months roll on and some of the things he wants to do and to to be offered an opportunity to come on board and start helping out. And I do stuff right now behind the scenes uh, for ad free shows as well, uh, a little more administrative work. And uh, helping out there, which I like to me, that's that's me earning my stripes uh, and helping out with stuff. And then uh, now I'm hosting, uh, they have an ad-free shows book club once a month. So basically I work with scheduling uh, wrestling authors, authors that have written wrestling books. And uh, we'll pick a book each month and spotlight that. And I will read the book along with everyone else. So I'm in the middle of the Andre the Giant book. By the time this airs, I will have already most likely uh, done the Andre uh, the Giant uh, show. 
but we had Bill Apter in October for our first show. I read his book and, uh, you know, we do a lot of Q and a and it's zoom. So people get to ask their questions of the author as far as whoever's a part of the ad free shows, uh, group. And, uh, man, it's just a really cool experience. You think about it as a wrestling fan, being able to be face to face with your guys right here on zoom and ask the questions. Once you read the book, whatever's on your mind, and they're going to answer it for you. So, book club and then also doing uh, some facilitating for some of the other special events we're working on getting some old classic wrestling uh, stars maybe on on the shows in December and January I'm not sure if I'll be hosting that or not but but man listen I'm just whatever you need me to do right now uh, I'm in and I'll help out with whatever I can it's, it's kind of like what uh what Conrad says a lot on his podcast. I, I'm just a fan, you know. That's just, right. Just get me, just get me out here and let me. <laughs> I, you know, what? and I can't steal that, right? Because he owns that, yeah. so I can't <laughs> steal the I'm just a fan. Because I am just a fan. But now, what is it? I'm just a fan of a fan. Can I say that? Like, is that a shirt? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we? Do we? Do we get? Uh, <laughs> are we getting? If we get, can we get some commission for I'm a fan of a fan? <laughs> yeah no yeah so guys we, we came up with it right now <laughs> uh, that's right so i'm i've just been a fan of a fan i've been a fan of of that fan's work ethic i've been a fan of that fan's what he's been able to build in the wrestling community uh when you talk about we're just not talking about you know he's not bringing out like you know talent that uh were jobbers or something to a network no these are guys that made fundamental and some and bruce pritchard's case still making fundamental wrestling decisions uh, you know, and then you got Jim Ross and Shivani and Bischoff and listen, man, Hey, the coolest part is every Monday we have a team call and, uh, I'm basically sitting here on zoom with all of them and we're face to face and we're talking about what's working, what's not working, what the plans are. And man, that's like, you know, somebody pinch me. Is this real? <laughs> it's, it's one of the things It's like 10 years ago or even <laughs> five years ago. Like who would have thought that no way. Sitting right no now way. with what? this, with, you know, with, you know, legends of, of the business, chatting with them working with them you know like you said you're kind of doing the administrative work and you know it's kind of like being on the ring crew yeah you know you're you're setting up the 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 backbone for everything for the Great show and then, and then you kind of work your way up you know yep. you're doing some hosting you know you kind of see where the road takes you with that and you know one thing i mean can, can you give us a a peek behind the you said you you were at the conradison yep now can you give us a peek behind the curtain? Is is it as you know luxurious as you know people pe- people say it is? I mean, you, you've it, been it there is. Now, it is. Know? It's all that and more. <laughs> let me tell you, the Conradison is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, the exotic cars and all the cars are true that are in the driveway. That's a real thing too. Um, I stayed uh, downstairs, which is where the walkout is to to the pool, the infinity pool and the hot tub. There is a Conradison sign that someone made and had sent to him that's lit up out there by the outdoor bar. Uh, I believe the room I stayed in, he let me know that's where Rick stays whenever he comes to visit <laughs> the father-in-law. Man, it was overwhelming. He's got a lot of cool memorabilia, uh, even sport, not just wrestling, but sports stuff. Um, but when I went there, man, it wasn't stuffy. You know, he and his wife, Megan, uh, you know, the daughter of Ric Flair, were just so welcoming and chill. And, hey, what do you want to do? What do you want to eat? Let's hang. We had, you know, my most fun night there was a Friday night. We sat out on the back porch, heated steaks on the big green egg. And he turned SmackDown out on on the TV out there. And we just talked. We talked about family and we talked about, you know, our lives growing up. And man, it was just a true, it was, it was, it was one of the highlights uh, in the last at least 10 years of my life, if not even more than that. 
But uh, so cool to see that side of him. And and it was everything because there's nothing that can replace you actually spending that one-on-one time with someone where you guys really connect and get to know each other. Uh, you know, we took a trip out to see where he grew up and he showed me the school he went to and where he went out on his first date and the house that he grew up in. I mean, this was stuff that not, you know, not everybody gets to do. And so for me, I was like, you know, I, I feel privileged and honored. This is a very cool opportunity. But he was like, you know, you're not taking an Uber to my house. I'm picking you up at the airport. I, I'm dropping you off at the airport. Um, and I was trying to, you know, hey, I can I can just Uber the airport. Don't worry about it. No, no, no. I'll take care of it. Just a, just a great guy. Every time I saw him, how are you this morning? Fine, sir. Everything was fine, sir. <laughs> fine, sir. I'm like, hey, can I take you home and introduce you to my wife? Because she <laughs> needs to learn how to speak to me this way as well. You got, you, got the, you got the VIP treatment, you know? I did. I did. It like, was great. I'm just a regular guy, you know? Hey. Right. <laughs> I was just along for the ride like, man, I'm just going to I'm just gonna try to take a couple pictures so that I remember this. This is incredible. <laughs> no, definitely. That, that's awesome. The whole experience and everything you've kind of been doing and on, on all the different platforms with all different podcasts and everything else you have, you know, going on. I mean, what's... Uh, I mean, what's what's next for you? What do you do? You have anything else in, in the works? You know, any, anything you can you know shed some light on for us here? Or yeah, no, I think uh, you know, th- and you mentioned some of the stuff that I've been able to work on and do. You know, I'll just touch on a few of the highlights, even with Jay Z, right? So we've had people like Hurricane Helms and Nikita Koloff and Nick Aldis and and Baby Doll back from the Jim Crockett wrestling days and. You know, so many people we've been able to interact with on that show has been fun. Nick Aldis, I would say, and I know some people are in on him and some people are out on him, but man, just from working with him behind the scenes, getting him on the show and some of the stuff he's done for us, I have like the utmost respect uh, for a guy like him and will always be cheering for, for a Nick Aldis just from that personal interaction and how he's handled himself with us. Um, in terms of where we're, where I'm, what I'm doing next and where I'm headed, you know, uh, there, uh, I can't, there's not too much I can talk about in terms of future plans, but I know there are future plans, uh, within the ad free show space. Um, but we'll see how that, how that all unravels. Uh, again, the importance is just to make sure we still see the growth that's happening and it is happening big time, but I'm just happy to be a member of the team and, uh, and really see where this goes. Conrad is a visionary. Uh, you hear that, but, and you also see that you've seen that with Starcast. You've seen that with, uh, some of the, you know, hosts and new shows he's, he's going to be bringing on more talent and more shows. And, um, so I'm just along for the ride, man. I'm on the roller coaster <laughs> and, uh, I'm ready for a good time. And I just want to, whatever task I'm given, I want to work very hard at it and try to do my best and make sure that, uh, you know, I put my best foot forward and, and, uh, you know, mind my P's and Q's and, uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Right. And we're kind of all hoping that, you know, you know, you know, big, big things in 2021 for, you know, you know, I mean, for you and in the podcast world and ad free shows and everything you're working on and just for kind of all of us, you know, in, in general, Absolutely. now that now that 2020 is kind of winding down, we, we've hit the uh, the holiday season, you know, it's in, you know, full swing now. Um, I know you recently gave, you know, some some holiday tips on say about a pod to to embrace the carbs, <laughs> you know, not to, <laughs> yeah, don't don't, you know, you know, put that, you know put that one day aside for a cheat day or a cheat there week or a cheat month. But, um, do, do you have any other, you know, holiday tips that you, you, you can give out to the people that might be listening? Uh, 
you know, some some Pauly B, you know, oh, uh, Pauly B knowledge, holiday, Pauly holiday B knowledge. Holiday knowledge, you know, yeah, either right. either do's or do's and don'ts. I mean, uh, when it, when it Man. comes to it. <laughs> well, you touched on the diet, and uh, if. You know, this COVID, people talk about the COVID-15, COVID-20. For me, I think it's been a little bit more than COVID-20. Uh, so I'm, an, I'm embracing, <laughs> I'm fully embracing this carbohydrate coma that's about to happen on Thanksgiving. I'm all in, like on Saved by the Pot, I'm all in on the mashed potatoes, the green bean casserole, the pumpkin pie, whatever else, the homemade dinner rolls. I'm in. Paulie B's there. He's at the table. He's bellied up to the buffet and ready to go. So enjoy yourself over the holiday. If you're trying to stay lean and fit, you know what? More power to you. You're mentally stronger than I am right now. But give yourself that one meal at least maybe uh, that day to uh, enjoy. But outside of the food stuff, I'd say get yourself in the mindset. Watch some classic movies, right? So I know uh, for me, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is going to be, and I mentioned on the show, my Thanksgiving because that's a, a crazy story that leads up to Thanksgiving. But then you got all those Christmas classics and you have the Chevy Chase uh, you know, uh, movies, movies that are out there and all the other Christmas movies, Christmas uh, vacation, all that good stuff. Check out the movies, spend time with your family, you know, um, and I know some of, you know, we're, we're told that we need to throw our masks on and I get it and socially distance, but do whatever you can to maybe it's a zoom. Maybe you've never zoomed with your family, but you're not going to be together. Put aside a special event, maybe an hour one night and say, Hey, let's do a little Christmas celebration or holiday celebration zoom style with the family, you know, just try to figure out a way though, to try to keep as much tradition take some time off work. Good Lord. If your work schedule is anything like mine, I know I work from home, but man, it's now I, I'm starting to call it. I, I live at work because, uh, that, <laughs> it never that's ends, how that, right. It just keeps yeah. going on and on now that you're home. Yeah. You're not, you're not really, you know, going to work and then coming home and escaping it. It's just there with you all the time now. So it's yeah, like, you can't get away from it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on conference calls till eight o'clock. Sometimes I'm like, what's the deal here? I used to be able to drive home and I was done for the day. <laughs> exactly. I leave at five o'clock and now it's eight o'clock and I'm still here working. What the hell? How, yeah. how is this fair? Yeah. It's oh. totally changed. So yeah, it's like, I want a refund, you know? <laughs> yeah. My, my, my advice again, though, enjoy it. Enjoy time with the family. Take some time off movies and make sure you do all that special stuff with the kids. If you have kids and uh, embrace the carbs. You can't go wrong with the carbs. I mean, that's the that's the good stuff right there. And the, that's right. The COVID fifteen, nineteen, twenty five, <laughs> wherever you're at now with your, you know, we'll, we'll try to wipe the slate clean. You know, New Year's, you know, New Year's, you know, resolutions, and say, hey, we're most people <laughs> still aren't going back to work in twenty twenty one. Let's be honest here. If you are, then you are okay. But a lot of us aren't. So it's not like you have to get into the dress pants yet. So yeah, you got make it a commitment <laughs> in January to uh, to then get you know get serious about it. And and by the time maybe we're allowed to all go back to work, no one will have ever known what you how you abused your body with food. Exactly. If you're on the Zoom calls, you know they just they just see you the, the top half of you there, and you're kind of sitting down the whole time. So no one's no one's the wiser. They don't know. Yeah, you get to wear black and stretch pants, so it's it's not a bad deal. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. It's all good uh, with that. Now, I, I do want to ask you now, what's your now drinking wise for the holidays? Now, what's what's your go to? I mean, I don't know, just on a regular basis. I mean, what's your go to, you know, drinks that you'll usually uh, enjoy? 
Yeah, no, great question. So I, you know, I'm not a huge drinker, but I will uh, enjoy uh, some occasional drinks, but I'm not, I don't, uh, it's not a lot of specialty stuff, right? So I'm a pretty basic guy when it comes to uh, liquor or shots, uh, you know, uh, I'll pull it out for you here. Uh, you know, I can't go wrong here with a little uh, fireball. A little, little fireball, yep. A little yep, fireball yep. there. When it comes to beer, I'm a basic guy, man. I'm a boring, boring Miller Lite drinker. Um, so, you know, I'm sure with having off work, I'll do a little bit more of that than I would do no during the normal work week. Uh, but otherwise that's, that's about it for me, man. I'm pretty basic and uh, I'm sure I'll have some eggnog, uh, you know, and I know people have different, uh, recipes that they like to do with eggnog during the Christmas season. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I just had on my, my podcast, uh, th this past week, um, some guys on the show and they're trying to come up with a, a quail eggnog recipe so oh. they didn't they didn't do it yet now 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 they said they might have it worked out by christmas or by new year's but um yeah they were kind of all in on the trying to make their own quail eggnog and some alcohol concoction with that so we'll you have to share with everybody how see. it turns out oh yeah. yeah yeah definitely yeah i know they're working on it and they'll give it a shot and then once we do we'll either uh coordinate a a podcast to uh enjoy it or <laughs> at least uh share it somewhere else but there's nothing wrong with that i mean i'm i'm a, I'm a base i mean i i'm a basic drinker myself you know i mean you've seen my post and stuff yep. that I drink. it's just random cheap beers i mean i i and I guess I classed it up a little bit here tonight. Since it's a holiday season, uh, there's a new Sam Adams Holiday White Ale. That mm, I'm, that I'm sounds good. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's essentially I think if you, if you had this, uh, the Sam Adams Summer Ale before, uh, I think it's similar to that, just like their holiday version with little little more spices with it. So okay, so something to you know keep an eye out for out there it gets the uh, the bum wine bob uh silver approval you know the the coveted you know <laughs> gold that's, that's the bum wine bob drink of the week uh it will it by the time this podcast drops it, it very yeah. well might be the the beer of the week so there you go so you have it out there but but definitely uh hey man thanks thanks for coming on here chatting with me uh ha having a good time great to to finally do this and absolutely time I mean, I know, like I said, you got a you got a very busy schedule these days with the different podcasts. You got Zoom calls, um, you know, all all that fun stuff that comes along with it. But 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 it's all for the fun of it, you know. Like I said, if you're not having fun doing it, then you just got to stop the process. And for you, I mean, you can tell listening to the shows that you enjoy it, even if you have to play traffic cop. You know, sometimes <laughs> keep people separated, right? You know? lay down the hammer you know separate people you know go back to your your neutral corners take a deep breath maybe maybe a cold shower yeah Efren, i never know what's coming out of his mouth you know next some of the stuff that he does on his segment we have no clue what's coming so and it could be him it's just out of control so we just try to keep that good and then jay-z he's too you know he loves to rip on me too but at the end of the day behind the scenes we all love each other and are just having a blast doing this so i appreciate you having me on man and anytime down the road too if uh, if i'm doing enough exciting things down the road and you want to bring <laughs> me back i'd be game yeah that definitely we will definitely do it again if you want to you know tell everybody quick you know do some quick plugs you know tell people where they you and the podcast and all that good stuff 
Yeah, sure. No, absolutely. Thanks, man. So uh, on social media, I'm at Pauly, P-A-U-L-Y, B-Well. So Pauly B-Well. Um, you can find me there on Twitter and on Instagram. And then uh, Saved by the Pod, that's that pop culture wrestling mix we talked about with Efren and Timmy. That's at Saved BT Pod on Twitter or at Saved by the Pod on Instagram. Uh, again, just search in any of your podcast apps for Saved by the Pod, and you'll see the, the throwback logo to the Saved by the Bell, the nod there with that logo. And then the Jay-Z Flair Show, and that's at the Jay-Z Flair Show on both Instagram and Twitter. Again, you can find that podcast on any of your apps. And then my final plug is adfreeshows.com. That's where to check out, and there's different membership tiers there, tons of content. And again, at the base level, you don't get any of the ads that you have to sit through and listen to. Um, and there's a lot of opportunities to interact with wrestlers and guys that you've watched on TV for, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years. So really cool community out there, too. Uh, and again, uh, that's where you can you can check us all out and everything that I'm involved with. And and you it, it kind of kicked off uh, in my brain really quick when you were going through and you brought up the Save by the Bell logo with the Save by the Pod. What 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 did you think? What do you think about the new Save by the Bell? Did you, I'm sure you saw the trailer for it with with that there. What, what do you think? I'm Thumbs always up, hopeful. I'm no, always hopeful even. with these. Re- <laughs> I'm hopeful with these reboots. I haven't gotten to check out the new one yet, but I will. You better believe it. I will check it out. Uh, and I'm always hopeful. I go in, you know, half glass full. That's how I try to approach a lot of yeah. things. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Because nobody typically does the reboots right. It's it's I, usually I not good. Yeah, yeah. It looks like I, I saw the trailer for it and, and the preview, and you kind of had, you know, trying to mix in the the classic characters with new characters. That's always the dilemma of how do you get that right. mix of everything. But uh, yeah, you know, from the from the previews, it's kind of like, eh, I, I don't know, I don't know, but yeah, I mean, I know they're going to try to put a 2020 spin on this whole deal. Yeah. Uh, for for me, I just went back and watched the whole original series, so my heart and mind is still close to that. We'll see how bad they screw this up. I'm yeah. hopeful. Uh, yeah, we'll I mean, see. I'll, I'll watch. Yeah, it's always on. I think like on the weekends on like Vice. I mean, it's on like or on, yes. I, or on IFC, one one of those channels. You know, it's always like. Saturday, Sunday mornings, it's just like a block of Saved by the Bell. So it's like, all right, nothing else on TV. I'll just sit here. <laughs> just nothing like, like going back to the max with Screech and, and Screech in the exactly, group. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, Paulie B., thanks, man. It was great chatting with you. Uh, we'll be keeping tabs on you and everything you have going on in the, in the future coming up here. We'll definitely uh, do it again. So he's Paulie B. I'm Bumwine Bob. And until next time, cheers. Thank you, Bob Juan. When I wake up in the morning and the lawn gets out of water, I don't think I'll ever make it on time. By the time I grab my books and I give myself a look, I'm at the corner just in time to see the bus fly by. It's all right, cause